Hello and welcome. I'm Connie Reagan-Green, and this is Prestabilius, Excellence in Marketing. I'd like to talk about mindset, and more specifically, mindset around having a successful and profitable online business. So I'm known for helping people with entrepreneurship, with multiple streams of income, with marketing, with authorship, and all kinds of topics, copywriting and article marketing, all kinds of things specific to starting, building, growing a business that you can do from home or from any place in the world that you happen to be. What I've come to be known for in the past five years or so is more about mindset, the thinking that goes into what you're able to achieve in any aspect in any area of your life. So today, let's talk about that. So I learned early on when I was first coming online, so back to 2005, 2006, into 2007, I learned that first we have our thoughts, then we move on to feelings, then to beliefs, next is actions, and finally our results. And I wasn't aware of this, and I'll talk about that a little bit more today, but many times we have a thought, it leads to a feeling, and then our belief system is kind of where we stop. We believe that we can or can't achieve a goal, and we don't move on to actions and results. There are no actions, and therefore no results. So it's all about energy. and. On a regular basis, I will talk to people who have low energy because most of the people that I spend time with now these days are very high energy people. And high energy is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. You're excited about everything in life. And if something goes wrong, if something doesn't go the way that you planned or wanted it to, you can learn from that. It's not a failure. It's just another way of learning how to do something differently in the future. And when I'm around low-energy people, first, it took me by surprise that there were so many low-energy people, and so I tried to kind of get away from them because when you no longer have a job, you don't have to spend time with people that don't really, you know, make you feel the way you want to feel, good about yourself and about life. And so I would move away from them. And over the years, I decided, no, I'll move closer to them because I'm curious. I want to know what's going on in their life that makes them so low energy. So I'm back to hosting my live events, my marketing conferences in Los Angeles. And I was looking for speakers for this next event. I have them now, but I was looking for them. And one person came to mind, and I love her and what she stands for and what she's doing. But her energy is just too low. So I want you to think about how you are perceived by other people. Are you happy? Do you smile? Do you make eye contact? Do you make some conversation? Are you energetic? Or do you shrink into the background and speak in a really low monotone about the things you want to talk about? So I'm modeling that here. You don't want to do that. You want to be higher energy. So think about your thoughts. What are your thoughts around starting an online business? 
my thought was, it looks like there are people online doing this. And I was seeing this in 2005, 2006. And I believe they're very smart and very savvy about business and seem to know a lot of people. But I believe that I could learn what it is and do it myself. I could do it also. So that was my thought. My feeling was just one of joy that I could, within a year, I could resign my classroom teaching position, resign from the school district at the end of the following school year. I could give away my real estate clients to people that were already doing it full-time. I wasn't doing real estate full-time and who could better serve them. And I could have a business I could do from home, from a home computer. And I didn't even think at that time about the idea that I could do it from a home computer or I could do it from anywhere in the world where I had an internet connection. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. But those were my feelings. My beliefs, yes. If someone else can do it and I'm seeing what they're doing, yes, then I can do it as well. And that was very exciting for me. So then the actions, I had to take some action. So I went online and I looked around at some of these people and I got on their list. And that was brand new to me, getting on someone's email list. And I did and I started to learn from them and I even signed up with someone who was going to help me that first year, but it turned out that he wasn't so good with brand new people. So that year wasn't productive for me with him. But all the people that he mentioned, both good and bad things he had to say about them, I got on their list. And a lot of those people I still know to this day. So those were some of my actions. And I realized very quickly I was going to need to write. And I was a non-writer. So I started writing really little simple blog posts and articles that were 250 words. That was the requirement for the article directories. So everything I did was 250 words, usually not a, more than a few words more than that. And I even put something together called the five-paragraph model. So other people could do what I was doing with the articles. Results. Yes, I was getting results pretty quickly. Because at the end of those blog posts that turned into articles on article directories, I just copy-pasted them, there would be something for sale. There would be an affiliate product, a course, a training, a service. And I was only recommending the people, products, courses, and services that I was using myself. I was spending my money for those. I liked the results I was getting, and so I was recommending them to other people, recommending what I used and loved. So I had results. So as I'm working with people these days over the years, many times they come into a class that I have or they buy a product or they come into my mentor program or they come to one of my events or one of my retreats in Santa Barbara. And when this happens, then I take a look at their energy level and also their thoughts, their feelings, their beliefs, their actions, their results. So in this process, the thoughts they're having are around other people are better. They're smarter. They're better connected. They can do things that I can't do. And I share with them that those were my feelings in the very, very beginning. And I had to shift away from them because we can all accomplish our goals. You know, with little exception, we can really do anything we want to do in life. It's all possible for us. Very little exception to that. And then what were their feelings? Their feelings were that other people were superior to them in one or more ways. So we work on that. And then the beliefs. 
if you don't believe, if you don't honestly believe you can do something, then you can't do it. When somebody was trying to teach me to drive when I was 15, I didn't believe I was going to be able to do it. And that person failed in terms of, or I, I helped them fail by me not learning how to drive. It would take another couple of people to teach me to drive. I've written about this. And finally, I believed that I could do it. I believed there were things I just needed to practice over and over and over again, maybe more practice than somebody else, but that's okay. And sure enough, I drove the car and been driving now for many, many years. So the people that I'm working with or have worked with, many times I want them to do something new or something different. So if they've been blogging, Maybe once a month they write a post on their blog. They don't share it with anyone. They're not building a list, so nobody else really sees it unless they would happen to find it organically through Google or Bing or another search engine. And I try to get them to take that same blog post and move it over to Medium. And I'm making notes for myself on this one. So... When you make a do a blog post, you want your audience to see it, but your audience will never be big enough. But Medium, medium.com, look for connyreagangreen.medium.com. You'll see me there. And I have, let me see, I can tell you exactly. As of today, I have, I'm going to tell you the wrong number, 792 articles. The most recent one right this second is... The Simple Complexities of Freedom. It was one that I wrote on my mondaymorningmellow.com site. So usually there's resistance. They have all kinds of reasons why their articles aren't ready. Their blog posts to be used as articles on Medium would need to be better. But it isn't true. It's just their thought, their feeling, their belief. And it leads to a lack of action and lack of results by syndicating this content far and wide, starting with Medium. They want to do things the way they've been doing them, even though they're not getting much in the way of results. So that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It usually won't happen. So I want you to tap into your mind, into your inner self, and this is a saying that might be helpful. If you can't feel it, you can't heal it. So it was only when I could feel what I wanted to do as an online entrepreneur that I could heal that part of me that felt like maybe I can't do anything more than I'm doing right now with teaching and real estate. So I shifted my thinking. It's a mindset shift. I had to learn how to breathe and how to listen. Is your breathing shallow? That will bring low energy. I was a low energy person. No one ever told me that. But looking back, I was low energy probably the whole 20 years I was teaching. And part of that is breathing. You don't want to have shallow breathing. Sit up straight or stand up straight and take a deep breath in and out. Just the oxygen rush is worth it. <laughs> this will make a difference for you. And also, think of who you can serve. 
any business that you can think of. And I've talked about this on the podcast and everywhere. Everywhere I talk or write, I've talked about this this topic, that you have to be willing and able and ready to serve other people or you won't have a business. And I use, for example, the local plumbers, the local veterinarian, the local grocery store market. They're serving their target audience. Because if people aren't served, then they disappear. Why would they hang around if they're not being served? I'm in Rotary. It's an international service organization. And our motto is service above self. I even have that on my checks. When I have my checks printed, right above the signature line where I would sign a check, it says service above self. So how can you use what I'm sharing with you today to serve other people? First, you're going to work on your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your actions, and your results. You want to feel worthy. You are worthy. You are born worthy of everything you want. But if we don't think that and feel that and believe that, we won't take the actions to get the results we want. And you've heard stories of people that had illness or injury. Sometimes they weren't expected to live. Finally, they decided they were going to run a marathon or do something something like that. And sure enough, they made it happen. And that can be all of us with everything that we want to do. Listen to your intuition. If your intuition isn't as strong as you remember it to be when you were younger, it's something to work on, intuition and emotions. So I was a teacher for 20 years. I only taught in the inner city of Los Angeles, and we had lockdowns on a regular basis. If you're not familiar with that term, a lockdown is when there's police activity close by and it's too dangerous for people to be outside. So the school is notified, all the schools in the area, and they ring the bell, you used to ring the bell uh, four times, and then you knew we were on lockdown. And so the teachers, without even saying anything to the students, because they all knew, we would close the blinds, close the windows, close everything up, lock the door, and turn some of the lights off so it didn't appear that there were was a class of students inside the room if somebody would come up outside the window or something. And one day we had a lockdown, and this is when there was a bank robbery in North Hollywood, California. You can even look this up. It was a bank robbery, and... Um, it was just a horrible, horrible event, and, you know, so many police were involved, and there were the people that robbed the bank, uh, two men, and the police had to go to a local, um, what do you call it, a gun a gun shop. They had to go there and have that, that shop give them weapons and ammunition that they could use to fight these guys, you know, inside the bank still, robbing the bank. And so with this lockdown, everybody freezes in place. So if a child is in another classroom, they stay in that classroom. If they're walking between classrooms, they quickly go to the closest classroom. If you're in the bathroom, you're supposed to stay in the bathroom. And that's hard if you're a child by yourself in the bathroom. Well, there was a mom of one of my students who was in the office at the time, the school's office. And she said, I want to go. I want to go to Mrs. Green's class. I want to go to my child. And they said, no, it's a lockdown. You can't leave. And there she was. It was a dilemma. Of course, she wanted to come to her child, make sure that her child was all right and that her child knew that she was all right. And they were telling her to stay put. Well, finally, 
she was able to sneak away. She snuck out of the office and she ran across the yard and I saw, I, lo I was looking out and I saw her come and I opened the door and came in and she told me, she said, they wouldn't let me come. The principal and the office manager, they wouldn't let me leave. I had to, I had to run away and come. And I said, listen to your tuition always. It doesn't matter what somebody tells you. Those people in the office, don't listen to them. You knew you wanted to be with your child. It wasn't like a police officer was telling her. And so by this point, everyone's crying. All the children are crying. The mom and I are crying. And she said, I promise, I will. I said, you promise me you listen to your feeling. I put my hand on my heart. I said, your, your heart, your emotions, I want you to listen to them. And you do what you know is best for you, for your child, for your family, for anyone, because you know what the right thing is to do. I want you to do this for your business. I want you to feel so strongly about your, what you're doing that you're willing to change your thinking and your feelings and your beliefs so the action steps and the results that you achieve will just be natural, a natural process. So I hope this has been helpful today because mindset is one of those topics a lot of people think they know what it is, but they don't, they don't want to get involved with it. They don't like personal development or personal growth or self-improvement. They just want to make the money. And I have to tell you, 17 years now, I've been online in a few weeks, it'll be 17 years. And I have to tell you, the way to make the money is by changing and shifting your mindset and knowing that you can do whatever it is you want to do. I'm Connie Reagan Green. Visit me on Twitter. I'm Connie Green and at ConnieReaganGreen.com. And I look forward to serving you because service above self will always be my goal. The moderator has left the conference.